We just did um, five minutes or so, not even three minutes, of you. First of all, complaining that your seat, yeah, or your no no area, your area has been tampered with. Is disturbed. that what you're disturbed? Disturbed. Disturbed. Yeah. To which my first response was that you're a delicate ecosystem. I am. And then what you did was you're like, no, let me explain it. <laughs> and then you broke it down even further mm-hmm. and numerous times said, what? was the table moved? <laughs> to which I went, no, no one's been down here basically since the last time you and I were down here. The only time I came down here was last Sunday to get the computer to edit last week's show. What the hell was that? What kind of force of evil and hellish little creature just came out from your body? Did you ever watch Ghost Adventures? No. If you do, that's oh, what Oh, that's what it sounds like when the recording. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. That's an EMP. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys, as they do, was, in it, the, was it Zach? Oh, I love is it that Zach? show. Yeah, Zach, and then Aaron, who he always sends in like to yeah. get attacked yeah, in case someone yeah. dies. Yeah, he's like, "What I want you to do, yeah. is go in this room alone, <laughs> and hopefully something possesses you." Yes, there. We let's face it, we all have a friend that we are willing to sacrifice. Yeah, who would I do? That? Who would you sacrifice? And if it's me, be honest. I don't think it would. You would be funny. Yes, but I don't think. I think you and I would be better. Making fun of the, I think well, like yes. Jude. <laughs> I think Jude would be the good one to do that. Like of everybody, if you know what, I would have said Jude, but after the last poker thing, I'm going Bert. Oh yeah, yeah, because if something happens to him, yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, if he comes out like and he's spitting out pea soup, eh, no loss. You know what I mean? <laughs> How we tell the difference? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> maybe possessed Bert would listen to the show. <laughs> so, anyways, he's sitting here going yeah. on and on and on and on. About, well, yeah. if the table wasn't moved, did someone move my chair? Folks, it's a dining room chair. He's yeah. just sitting in a wooden chair. I, the, the chair is never in the same place. I just feel like out of sorts. Yes, to which I replied after numerous moments of explanation, I went right back to my initial diagnosis, which is you are a delicate ecosystem. I am. I'm, 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 you know, listen. Listen. You got to keep the talent. You know, you know, happy. Well, and, we've failed miserably thus far. And, and you know, when I um, you know, things are moved. Think nothing's been moved. Like I, I mean, I feel nothing has been moved. Like you know, like other people have demands. Like you know, like if uh, like a writer, like Susan Sarandon, why she popped in my head? I don't why know. was Susan Sarandon? I have no idea. Of all the things you could have come up with, like Aerosmith on wanting only red M and M's or something along those yeah, lines. Yeah, I don't know, Susan Sarandon. Su- do you feel like Susan Sarandon's tough to work with? She, she's needy. I feel. Does she give you the the, the idea <laughs> that she's no fun on set? Yeah, I think she's no fun. <laughs> why, Su- You are how old? Thirty six. You're thirty six years old. Yeah. And the first celebrity name <laughs> I know, right? That popped into your head—not even a wrestler—was Susan Sarandon. Yeah, not a wrestler, not a Marvel actor or nope. actress. Nope, not someone more. Oh, I don't know. Current. Yeah, you went Susan Sarandon. Weird, right? I, I, I currently know what Susan Sarandon her latest work is. Do you? No, she's on Ray Donovan. Oh, I don't on Showtime. Show. You don't even watch that show. No. The weird thing is... No, no, it doesn't get... The weird thing is you just said Susan Sarandon. She popped in my head, and I stopped. I'm like, that's weird. <laughs> Listen, I mean, if you guys, folks, when you're listening to yeah. this, go back. And you hear the... You hear the... Again. You hear the, the, the pause. Yeah. 
and then I said it because yeah. I couldn't think of anyone else. You know why, Susan Sarandon? Why? I just watched the episode of Friends that she's in. Okay. Today. So you're looking at like 90s, early 2000s Susan yes. Sarandon. Because I was going to w- ask you which Susan Sarandon. Was it Rocky Horror Picture So Susan Sarandon? No. Was it Bull Durham or Susan Sarandon? Was I, it? I dig like late 40s Susan Sarandon. <laughs> late 40s. So that would be. Yeah. That actually might be Bull Durham, Susan. Oh, Sarandon. really? Not Friends. I don't think so. Like, like what is? I would guess she's in her she's in her fifties at least uh, in the Friends area. Let's uh, see. Let's just, just look up here. I said late forties. Sarandon. Here we go. Susan Sarandon. What, that's is good because like I'm sixty four. That's good because I'm almost in your sweet zone then of apparently what <laughs> the age you're looking for. Susan Sarandon currently seventy two. Wow. <laughs> yes. So wow. In, in 1946, she was uh, born, which means. Friends came on, I think, in 97, I want to say. Yeah-ish. And so that means she was like 50s, nearly 60 when she was on starring. Wasn't she in a show or a, a Days movie? Days of Our Lives. Oh, it was the TV show opposite Joey. Yeah. yeah and then and they had a thing. Yeah, Joey, uh, you know, yeah. hoodled. Jody, how you doing? How you doing? There? Susan Sarandon. So, yeah. okay. Uh, obviously, folks, none of that was written down, and none of that was on the show sheet. You ever see her daughter? Uh, Yes. <laughs> She was on. What was Smoking. she on? What was she on? Susan Sarandon's daughter. That- she was in an uh, Adam Sandler movie. Yeah, with Susan Sarandon. Okay, the, the, like the R-rated, like the really like uh, where uh, he he slept with his teacher, which was Susan Sarandon. But in so Adam Sandler when he was a kid slept with his teacher, which was Susan Sarandon's daughter, and then when Susan Sarandon grew up, it was that doesn't make any sense. No, her daughter was the the past. Actress, and then when they flash forward to present, it was Susan Sarandon. Okay, <laughs> good lord, that was hurtful, painful. Wow, uh, Eva Amuri is her name. I'm sure I'm mispronouncing that. <sighs> what movie was that called? Uh, she's been in a lot of stuff. Um, I'm trying to look here to see if anything pops out as what could be a that's my boy. That's my boy. Oh, that's the one with um with my guy. Sa- Sandberg. Yeah, Andy Sandberg. Yeah. And I like him a lot. That's a, have you ever seen that movie? Mm-hmm. It's um not his best work. She was also in Friends. Yes, she was in the same episode. She played the scene with her. She was in Californication. She slapped her across the face in that that episode. She's been in uh New Girl, which I've never watched, uh The Mindy Project, mm-hmm. and uh Undateable. Those are the shows that she's been on. And as far as movies go, it's not good. Not not a good. It's not a Susan Sarandon level. There's a reason you didn't come up with Eva Amuri, which would have been even more random. I mean, I can picture her. Yeah, sweet fancy Moses, I can picture her, but I don't know her name. All right, flight directors, I want the go no go for launch. Retro, go flight. Booster, go flight. Eco, go flight. Trajectory, go flight. Fido. Go Flight, Ava. Go Flight, Capcom Freedom. Go Flight, Capcom Independence. Go Flight. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's pucker time. Oh, not again. This is the 222 Podcast with Mike Keller. The jerk store called. They're running out of you. And Robbie Lessig. You just made the list. Follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash Mike and Robbie and at Mike and Robbie on Twitter. Plus, you can send them an email at 222M&R at gmail.com. We're ready to believe you. Now, here's Mike. It's Miller time. It sure is. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Episode 142 of the 222 Podcast. And you can listen to us up on MikeandRobbie.podbean.com. You can also get us 
the easiest way possible, which is probably up on your Apple Podcasts app, or you can download the Podbean app, or you can just go uh, to your Alexa device. You can go, Alexa, mm. play the latest episode of the 222 podcast, and as the kids say, voila. Yeah. They don't say that. No. But uh, it'll pop up there and it'll start to listen. And once you're listening, you can reach out and touch us. And Robbie, there are lots of ways that they can become physical with us. Wow. Lots of ways. <laughs> Facebook.com slash Mike and Robbie. Yes. Or the old tweet box at Mike and Robbie. Uh-huh. And if you want to email us okay. the old fashioned way. Yes. 222MNR at gmail.com. That is correct. And please spread the word. Let everyone know each and every week you're spending a time. Uh, spending some time with the guys on the 222 podcast who, for no apparent reason, bring up Susan Sarandon and spend way too much time talking about her. Yeah. So lots to get into today here on the program. We will, of course, talk about Avengers Endgame and not just that we're excited it comes out this week, but um, I want to talk about something <sighs> that happened surrounding Avengers Endgame this week and just kind of the whole greater obsession that people have with this one thing, which at the end of the day is simply ruining fun for other people. So we'll talk about that. It didn't show up on my feed. Did, I, by the way, this is actual big news. That didn't show up on my and feed. And this didn't show up on your feed. No. Your feed needs to be recal- recalibrated. This is why I hate social media. Yeah, I don't know what... See, here. this is the real question about you. Yeah. What are you looking at, and who are you following on a regular basis? I think you need to start over. Maybe I should. You need to unfollow, especially Twitter. Go through... Unfollow everyone. Okay, and then refollow. And then them. just go through and refollow. And you and I one day, yeah, we'll sit down at a poker night. Okay, and we'll unfollow everybody, and yeah. then we're going to recalibrate your social media. Because it's bad. It I, is bad. I, I, that's why I stopped looking at this stuff because it's all negative and it. it well, it's all stupid it stuff too. It poops on my mood. Yes, and this would poo poo on your mood, but this is a big deal. Yeah, this is an actual news story. Oh, okay. That other people have gotten into and talked about. That I know you're going to have thoughts on because I know I have thoughts on it. Yeah, and I know it's something that any right-minded non-jerk stored human being would have uh, thoughts on. It's not how Ant, the new theory, how Ant-Man beats Thanos. No, that's been around for, that's I, been around for I like I just week. heard that. Was, what are you doing I on know, social it, media? It made me chuckle. Yeah, it's funny. And did you see <laughs> Thanos' response? <laughs> he, oh, yeah, yes. He's, on the, uh, he's <laughs> on the bathroom, Josh Brolin. He's on the toilet straining. And, <laughs> right. and he goes, ah, or whatever. But yeah. yeah. So there, that theory where it, you know, Ant Man goes up the and then expands goes, and then brr, yeah, and that's how they goes. It's a funny theory, but I mean, there's no Wouldn't way that'd be funny. That's that where would they be. Went. <laughs> by the way, <laughs> by the way, makes perfect sense when you think about it. I mean, you gotta get, but you're gonna you're gonna have to fight dirty against Thanos, <laughs> and yeah. it doesn't get any dirtier than yeah, that. I mean, that yeah. would be great. Yeah, you, you, you'd have to violate him, yeah. but it'd be for the greater good. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it boils down to. So I want to talk about that. Um, if we have time, there's a couple other things I want to get into. Uh, I have another story as to why I'm a mess and kind of an embarrassment because it's just another week. And you, as a person who is outside of this basement studio, a yeah. professional, yeah. and you go on like different kind of uh, trips where you have to be professional, yeah. you are going to enjoy this. Okay, oh, okay. Yeah, good. You're, you're going to like this I a like whole it. lot. And uh, also, uh, I have a problem with uh, food packaging that I think... In 2019, we should no longer be addressing. I feel like this should no longer be a problem, and I'm calling for the smarter people among us, the engineers, the scientists, the big wigs at companies making six figures, yeah. to finally put an end to our long national nightmare. Yeah. When are we going to get the Star Trek kind of food thing? Like, you walk up to the box and you go, I want nachos! And it's it not- goes... Brrr. 
It's not even that advanced. No. I'm not even talking about any kind oh. of, This is not even Star Trek technology. No, this is just this is common just, sense. This is just an improvement on the technology that we have. Yeah. All right? So we'll get to that. Okay. Uh, first thing I want to ask you about, uh, my daughter, it's a, it's a Friday. This yes. is on Monday. Welcome to that part of the show. Yeah. My daughter's been off of school the last couple of days for their spring break because of the holiday. Oh. And uh, she's upstairs right now. One of her uh, friends is over from down the street. And they are doing what they do every day. They would do this every day, if at all possible. And when we were kids, if we asked to do this, there is absolutely no chance that our parents would let us do this unless it was highly supervised Plus, they would do it with us one time. They would see the mess it makes. They would see the outcome of it, and never again would they allow us to do this. Okay. The making of slime. These kids, and you're just years away from I it know. happening unless the trend completely disappears. They just make slime upon slime upon slime, and we just buy them the supplies, and we let them go into the kitchen, and they do it themselves. So she is up there. They have made like three or four different slime concoctions yeah. over the last uh, two days, and there's no end in sight. Is this like the contact solution and the yes. glue and the dye yes. and the thing? Here are your uh, ingredients. These are the basic ingredients to make slime. Uh, Elmer's glue. Okay. And by the way, we were all playing with glue when we were kids. But I but used to do the skin. It was the rubber cement, right? Oh, yeah. Remember the rubber cement? And you'd, you'd put that, whether you were doing it in art class or if you just had one at your desk, you'd smear it like on the desk. Yeah. And then you'd rub it off and you'd make a ball. And it smelled so good. It smelled so good. And it was better than any Super Bowl uh, you could get out of any vending yeah. machine anywhere in the world. Yeah, I used to put it on my face and then peel it off and go, silence of the lambs. So that was funny. <laughs> yeah. So they're playing with Elmer's glue. They're playing with baking soda. Uh, you need some water in there. Then you get shaving cream, contact lens solution, hmm. which to me is a weird thing. And I, I don't wear contacts, so I don't know if that's expensive. It is expensive. It's not cheap. And then food coloring to make it different colors. So it's nothing that they can blow the house up with. It this, this doesn't seem like it's a Breaking Bad <laughs> yeah, situation. It's not dangerous. As far as I know, it's not a front to make meth and they should right be in my old, own kitchen. old enough that they're not going to eat it. No, they're not going to eat it, but they're 10 years old. Yeah. My daughter takes a shower somehow she makes a mess at 10 years old. Oh, yeah. And now we're giving her all this stuff in the kitchen in giant bowls, and they're out there with wooden spoons, and it's some sort of weird witches group where they're getting together around the cauldron making these concoctions. And then the worst part is, I think my least favorite part is, like all of these things mixed together, they make a substance that at the end of the day is damp. Ugh. Or dare I say moist. <laughs> <laughs> and then this is what happens. Touch it. <laughs> Touch the slime. I don't want to touch. I'm an adult. Yeah, I don't right. want slime. I don't act like an adult, but I didn't make it, therefore I don't want to touch it. And she goes, ah, touch the slime. <laughs> and now she's chasing me around my own house. I'm an adult. With slime. With slime, asking me to touch it. And every time I touch it, I touch and I go, oh. And so then she it's goes, not, <laughs> So it's not good slime. I mean, it's slime. But it's not like the good like slime you buy in the store slime. I, I don't know the difference. Like, I've never sat down and really thought about Like, that's a little better. thicker. This is pretty thick. Really? You want me to have her bring it down? Well, yeah. Lena! Yeah, I want to see the slime. Because I've never seen homemade slime. I'm, my kid's not there yet. You've never seen homemade slime? No. I mean, I've seen him on the on the TV, th you know, do it. like on the, on the TV? On the TV. I watched Susan Sarandon make slime. I mean, she did it with her daughter once on a Rosie O'Donnell show or something. I don't know. A Rosie O'Donnell? What am I pulling out? Am I from 1990? What's going on? Are you... Goose balls. Are you a 50-year-old woman that I don't know about? I don't know what's happening to me. I swear, if I trip on my... Fall on my head or something? 
Where am I? Suits and Saran and Rosie all These are some timely references that yeah. you're dropping here. Jeez. Let me just, mm. I'm, I'm putting up a request for some of this slime to come down. Oh. But can you imagine if when we were kids, we asked our parents, can I have a giant jug of Elmer's glue? <laughs> can I have some contact lens solution? Can I have baking soda? Yeah. Can I have water, uh, shaving cream, and can I have a giant bowl so I can mix it together and make something My dad would have said, go outside! <laughs> Idiot! That's what, that's what I would have got. Or they would have done it with us once. They would have seen the utter disaster that it leaves behind. Why did I buy you a bike? <laughs> that's what I was going to Yes. Get. And there's no way. There is no way our parents would have allowed us to do this. No. Unsupervised, So, so it's your fault. It's not my well, fault. it's Julie's fault. It's Julie's fault. Okay. Thank you. We can both agree on yeah, this. Well, yes. I came downstairs from my nap because yeah. I'm 40 years old. Well, yeah. I came downstairs from nappy poo time, <laughs> and there was two kids in my kitchen. I'm... Fairly sure one of them was mine, uh, making slime. Well, I guess in Julie's defense, it's like, you want to build slime? Get the hell out of my hair. Right? I mean, it's just like, do something on your own. It's true. I, I, I just... mean, and there's, I see, trust me, I'm looking forward to the day where I can say, go ride your bike! Yes. Like, I can't wait for that. It is a pretty great day. Yeah. Yes. Now it's like, dada, 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 Melmo, Mickey Mouse, Mega Elmo, shock! Batman. Shock! Shock! Do you know when the best part is? When your kid gets to be about five or six or something like that, right? And you're at like a picnic. Mm-hmm. And you can just, with other people, and there's other kids there. Oh. And you can just send them off. Oh. And away they go. Oh. And sometimes you'll go hours, Robbie. Oh. Hours as you're hanging out with your friends. Yeah. Talking about Rosie O'Donnell's and Susan Sarandon, <laughs> as I imagine you and your friends do. Uh, drinking a couple uh, beverages. Yeah, Zima's. And, and <laughs> a little Smirnoff ice. Yeah. And you're hanging out. And uh, uh, not thinking about whether your kid is in a creek somewhere dead. Yeah. Because they've gotten to the point where they can basically, um, you know, not kill themselves. Is there a place I can send Leah to? Um, I don't know. Like, that would be great. <laughs> just send them both. Go, go play. So you just want to get rid of both of them and yes. be alone. Yes. I like aloneness. It's nice. It's quiet. Aloneness is fine. It's quiet. I understand the point well, you're at. I, I love yes. some aloneness. Like, I because I have no aloneness. No. Yeah, that way. No, liar. 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 <laughs> Liar. <laughs> when do I get aloneness? Okay, all day. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I do work in my home. You work in your house and you send your kid to daycare when your wife is at work. That's true. So you are alone every day, all day. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah, but it's not working. Yep. I want I want aloneness of Robbie aloneness, not like because people are yelling at me all day. Not all day. What do you have on the background? <laughs> don't don't friends and what else? Wrestling <laughs> and then maybe some movies. Usually it's busted open because that's from nine to yeah. twelve. So you listen to a radio show that you enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, <laughs> I don't know how. Hey, folks, I don't know how he pulls through. Please send your cards and letters, your sympathy cards and letters, to Robbie Lessig, care of the 222 podcast. It is hard. <laughs> what alone time. You're alone at home every flipping day. That is true. Five days a week. It is. Uh, you just, wait, I, never I think what that. it boils down to, you don't want a family. <laughs> you might be up to something. <laughs> <laughs> that th- <laughs> By the way, I just blew his mind. He is <laughs> he's really taken aback. Yeah. All I'm saying with the slime is, 
There's gross. no way our parents would have allowed us to do this, and uh, and it's gross. No, because again, like my parents would be like, I, I bought you a bike. Yeah, get outside. I bought you a Nintendo. Go run around. Yeah. Like, what do you What do you want? I mean, it is better than her like watching TV, but. I'm just saying, like, the amount of time and the amount of mess and the amount of slime she makes. Because at the end of the day, once you make it, that's it. But what do you do with it? You play with it for a while, then you put it in a jar, and you forget about it, then it dries out, and you throw it away. So it's more of the making of the slime than playing with it. Well, and then you play with it for, like, five minutes. My question is, because all kids are doing this. What, 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 we're all worried about aerosol cans. We're all worried about recycling. <laughs> yeah. What is going to be the effect on our environment of all these slime blobs ending up in a uh, landfill What's somewhere? What's going to happen is they're going to morph into like things and yes. they're going to eat us. They're going to come, gonna back. come back and we're screwed. Or somehow other uh, alien life forms like venom. Yeah. They're going to come down. They're going to take the form of killer slime. Yeah, like bacteria is going to get in there yeah. and like manipulate. Anyone want to say? Thanks, Julie. Yeah. Hashtag evolution. Right. Yeah. Good That's job. how we go down. It's Julie's fault. <laughs> it's the end of the day. End of civilization. My wife has killed everyone. All right. Well, <sighs> I, I, apparently they either left uh, or they don't uh, care because I asked them to bring down the slime and there was. Yeah, nothing. I'd like to. I mean, I'd like to, you know, stick a finger in one of that little things. <laughs> That is the first time that sentence has ever been uttered into these microphones. Really? Of all the podcasts? Of all the podcasts I've ever done, that is the first time anyone has ever said that exact sentence. I should get an award or something. You should get something. Also, that's the first time I think Susan Sarandon or Rosie O'Donnell (laughs) has ever come up. And by the way, if you were going to bet on someone dropping Susan Sarandon or Rosie O'Donnell... And you were going to bet on whether it was me or you? Oh, it wouldn't be me. It would have been 100% me. No, it would not be me. I used to watch Rosie O'Donnell so did I. all the time. <laughs> it was a great. That was a great show. I had her koosh balls. You had, of course you did. You like you like cuz my cuz I there was a place at the beach, uh, yeah. the kite shop, and they had all these koosh balls and then they had the Rosie O'Donnell koosh ball and with the little the little flicker like the little plastic thing that you could pull back and shoot them. Yeah, she used to shoot them into yeah, the audience. I, it, was, it was so much fun. We used to play them on the beach all the time. It was great. Yeah, and then she went nuts. And then we, I used to go. Uh, there was a little, um, there was a little like uh, uh, common room in the student union building in college. Mm-hmm. So every day I had a little break in between my classes. When yeah. I, even when I was a commuter, I would go to that room and it'd be me and a bunch of college chicks who wanted nothing to do with the uh, fat kid in the corner yeah. uh, watching a Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah, it was a fun little It was show. a good time. It was a good little, uh, like, you know, a nighttime show during the day. I think yeah. the closest we have now, and it's probably a better show, is actually the Ellen DeGeneres show. Yeah. It's a good show as well. She is great. She's great. We are just, just, what I don't know what our demographic is, but we are way outside it. Um, 65 year old. Let's get right back into where we should be. Um, I suck. Um, <laughs> I, now Robbie feels better. Um, now we're back on track. We're back, we're back on the theme of the show. <laughs> um, so I was asked, um, I was asked to MC an event this week, uh, actually just last night. Uh, our pal Chef Tim yes. is uh, participating in the Dancing with the Reading Stars, which benefits the Oakham Institute of the Arts. I mm-hmm. did that, I think it was, it was either three or four years ago. Yeah. I did the Dancing with the Reading Stars. It's, uh, it's a lot of work, I will tell you that. For those people who see it from the outside, they see the fundraising, they see the event or the ad in the newspaper, there's a lot of work that Yoakum puts into it to put on the big show, and there's a lot of work that the couples that are participating so put into it. So you get like a celebrity dancer, and then you, or do you like dance with your people, like a, your Sometimes it's two other like local notable people who will get together and do it, or they ask me to do it, and I didn't want to subject anyone else to my dancing other than my wife, mm-hmm. so my wife did it with me. Oh, uh, okay. Which is 
actually nice because you have to rehearse if you want to be ready at least once a week. Yeah. So to be able to set up a time where two people who are probably pretty busy can get together with a third person, which mm. is your choreographer, and learn a dance, go over it, rehearse it, work it out, that, that can be tough to do. So with a wife and a husband, at least we were able to get there and do it. Yeah. So like once a week... At the beginning, maybe later, we we rehearsed more. You have to go. You have to meet with the choreographer. You have to come up with a dance. Uh, you work with her or him with it, and then you rehearse it, rehearse it, rehearse it, try to raise money, rehearse, 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 try to raise money until the event finally comes around. So it's a lot of work. Yeah, I had no interest in that. Yeah, it's that's, it's a lot. I mean, that's a... that's. But that's, it's for a great cause. It is for a great cause, yes. but I mean, like, it, like that's... You got to you got to be willing to make the commitment. And uh, Chef Tim and his wife absolutely ready to make the commitment. They're great people, and they were holding this event. Uh, it was at Carreras Hall uh, over near Burke's Catholic, and it was a, an evening of dinner and dancing with Chef Tim and Chrissy. And they were having the uh, Eric Koala trio there. Eric mm. Koala, fantastic. Uh-huh. Of course, he has the Uptown Band. He has a, a couple smaller groups where he'll do smaller kind of shindigs where he don't need the big sound of their complete Uptown Band because yeah. that is a big, big band. It is. They're very good. Yeah, very, very good. Well, this threesome, it was him, Jennifer Kinder, and a gentleman by the name of Cliff on keyboards. And they were outstanding. Mm-hmm. Just outstanding. Playing pop songs all night, different slow songs. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. They had some raffle items. And they wanted an MC just kind of announce stuff throughout the night. So he asked me to do it. So when I heard uh, an evening of dinner and dancing, I figured this was going to be like a schwanky affair. Yeah. A fancy affair, if you will. So I knew, as someone who works in radio, I was going to have to dress much nicer than I do on a normal, uh, everyday kind of deal. And I've been around you when you try to dress nicer. Yes. And I mean, I can do it. It's hard. It's hard. And what makes it difficult is I don't do it often. Yes. Like, it's a couple times a year that I dress up. And I knew this was going to be, like most people, I thought it was going to be like a suit type deal. Yeah. I don't have a suit. Uh Uh-huh. I'm 40. I don't have a suit. (laughs) So I have khakis, and I got dress shirts, and I've got ties. Yeah. Here is what I have learned over the last handful of years when wearing ties. Yeah. The tie game has changed. Oh, yeah. Like, the last time I was buying ties was probably the 90s or 2000s. So they're thick and long. They're thick, they're long, and they're all, like, the different paisley designs. Yeah. Or they're flowers. Yeah. There is nothing really modern about 99.9% of my ties. And I got a whole sack of them. Yeah. But they all suck. Yeah. And some of them, because I would wear them in high school, can't imagine why I wasn't popular with the ladies, uh, were, like... Novelty ties. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like yeah. I had a Tim the Toolman Taylor tie. Oh, that's cool. Had like hammers, screwdrivers. Oh, Imagine the irony yeah. of me wearing a tie with a hammer, a screwdriver, and well, maybe see, like a, a power tool. Nobody on it. bought it. No. Because they're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had Philly's now, ties. Now, if you had a lay Miz tie, yeah. we get it. We get it. Now it was all coming together. Yeah. <laughs> but none of those ties can be worn to an event like this. No, swanky. Yes. So I've had, I had one tie. That I've worn to like everything I've gone to in the last 10 years. It's a nice black tie Mm -hmm. and it has tiny little, like either white or gray dots on it. Okay. Like the type you would take like a pen tip and make a dot. So it's very understated. Yeah. And I like to wear like shirts that aren't just blank shirts, shirts that I might have a design of some sort on. Yes. So it's a nice little look with a design shirt. Yes. And I've worn this numerous times. But the problem is after I wear it, I'm so disgusted with the fact that I had a tie on for three or four hours that normally it doesn't get to a place where it will be safe. And I guess the last time I wore it, because I couldn't find it everywhere else, Uh I must have hung it on the drying rack 
that is in my bedroom that I used to lay my clothes out the night before because I'm a toddler who gets dressed in the dark. Yes. And it must have fallen off uh, and fallen onto the ground. So I found it on the ground, and I'm like, well, this is going to be wrinkly. I'm going to have to like yeah. smooth it out a little bit. And as I picked it up, not only was it wrinkly, but right uh, on the upper part of the tie that would be showing, yeah. there was cat vomit. <laughs> Now, luckily, I had looked for this the night before because, if nothing else, I plan ahead. And <laughs> I, so I had to take this down to the sink. And I'm in the sink with just this little portion of the tie, like this three-inch portion of the tie that has got old, crusty, just really dedicated at this point cat vomit on it. <laughs> and i am got a paper towel, and I'm scrubbing the cat vomit Not off. Not good. And it's not even coming off as much as it is, like, chunking off. <laughs> so I was able to clean it, but I was like, you know what? I'm kind of... I, so I had to smell the tie to oh. see how this tie smelled. Oh. Needless to say, it needed some Febreze. But it was the only option I had <laughs> for the shirt and the khakis that I was going to wear. So for everybody who was at this event last night... I was wearing a tie that a mere 24 hours prior to that had cat vomit on. So if someone said, do I smell salmon? <laughs> oh, it's Mike Keller. <laughs> luckily, luckily, I think I got it all said and done. And then I go there and I'm wearing like a nice pair of khakis. Yeah. I got this shirt and tie on. I'm ready to go. I'm not even wearing a hat. Oh, my. I was just going to ask that. Freshly shorn, by the way. Wow. Freshly shorn. Wow. And I show up, and other people are wearing jeans and just, like, nice <gasps> yeah, shirts. Yeah, but you're the MC, though. Who cares? But, no, you, Who cares? you need to be. I was overdressed. No, you were not. Overdressed. Looked ridiculous. Uh, Everyone's looking at me. Okay, so what you could have done. Yes. And next time. Okay. That the cat takes a crap or throws up on the top. I hung it up. So okay, the cat good. would have to do some sort of yeah. weird Matrix-type maneuver. You, you can call me up. I I got the, all the new trendy, new fangled ties, all the new designs, the the not so skinny but not so wide. You know, the nice. This is a good tie. This yeah. works. But I, I, I'll. But next time, don't go to all that trouble. Just give me a call. I got you. Should I have thrown the tie you away? You should have thrown the tie <laughs> away. Because <laughs> also, water and ties. Yeah, it's not a good thing. Don't go well. Well, also, ties should not be um, stored balled up. No, they should be hung up. I think. Yes. Gravity is your friend. So, uh, like, I don't iron. So, in order to get, I had, I just, I, if you say water and ties don't go together, you're not going to like this. I made the tie a little wet <laughs> with a spray bottle. Okay. And then I smoothed it out on on a pile of clothes, <laughs> and I let it sit there in front of a fan overnight. Yeah. Worked out. Yeah. <laughs> no one knew. No, it's true. Uh, yeah. Until right now. Yeah, yeah. When I told, you know. Yeah. Four people who yeah. are listening right now. Yeah, yeah. and me. So, uh, I was counting. I, um, <laughs> yeah, I need to. Uh, yeah, we. Yeah, because and now what's in is like the the mixed patterns. So like I have like a plaid shirt. This was a plaid shirt with that with polka dots. Yes, yeah, with like that dotted all, tie. That whole mismatching crap is in. I look good. Yeah, I, but I always have to go to Julie. And Julie, does this is match? Yes, yes, sweetheart, it matches. Yeah. No, thank you. Yes, sweetheart. <laughs> You're not going to look completely stupid tomorrow night. There we go. Don't tell anyone about the cat vomit on the tie. That would be so embarrassing. Not just the fact that there was cat <coughs> vomit on the tie, 
But the fact that we had cat vomit in the house that we didn't know about <laughs> oh. for maybe a year or so. <laughs> and what just occurred to me just went right now, I didn't look around in that area to see if there was more cat vomit. <laughs> there could be cat vomit everywhere. No, it would just be like it, it had fallen into a, like a, a dark corner. Oh, okay. Like a catacorner area of the residence wow. that we don't go to very often. Interesting. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, I'm. I'm just. I'm. I'm an embarrassment, for the most part. But I went there. I did the job. Everything worked out pretty well. Nobody Obviously, noticed. the food was great. No one noticed. Although I really wanted to tell numerous people. Yeah. You see this tie, cat and vomit. <laughs> so this wasn't the actual dancing no, with the people. That's this next was, Friday this night. This was a fundraiser. It's a fundraiser for that for Neat. the dancing with the running stars. Did they, did they make out well? I mean, did they do? I mean, yeah, I think they do. It was a nice crowd. Good. I didn't get the uh, exact. Um, uh, you know. Gate, but uh, they had a nice little raffle there, and uh, lots of people bought raffle tickets. So we we uh, announced the winners of that at the end of the night. It was a well, I hope it was a nice win. little crowd. I, I hope like Chef Tim's a good Chef guy. Chef Tim's a good guy, and it's not. Win. It's really they, they do have a winner and loser, but it's not really at the end of the day. It's not really about that. It's about raising as True. much money as you can for the uh, kids. Yes, I hope he wins too. <laughs> and uh, what I think is cool too is um, they have the ability to raise a lot more money than Julie and I did. Like yeah. we were kind of a waste. Oh. We don't have the that. ability to throw shindigs. Like we can't have Redners donate a whole bunch of food. Oh, I we see. We don't what have you're that. Saying. We don't have those connections. Yeah, gotcha. So we we unfortunately couldn't exactly. Yeah. You know, step up. Yeah. To the level that a lot of people stepped up to. What? Well, babe. What? Go move on. No, I want to hear it. No, I just. I... <laughs> just to move on. No, right now. <laughs> no, it wasn't making fun of you. It was making fun. of Hi. <laughs> well, it's the first time in, in show history that I should have actually listened to your to your radio instincts. It's <laughs> the first time. Never happened before. Congrats. 142 episodes. <laughs> Robbie's radio instincts finally kicked in. Um, do you watch Jeopardy? <clears throat> of course I do. I'm 60 years old. I don't watch Jeopardy. Either. No, I don't. Um, for numerous reasons, like there's usually other better stuff on that I want to watch at that hour. Because it makes um, me feel dumb. Yes, but that is the number one reason. <laughs> I feel dumb, although there is a real feeling of satisfaction when an answer comes up and you know the question. Yeah. You know what I mean? When you can go and they go, blah, 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 blah. And yeah. you go, who is Susan Sarandon? You know, when you <laughs> oh. can... Well, I'm like, hit yeah. the button. I'm hitting the, the, the air button. <laughs> when you can when you can answer a question yeah. like two or three times a show, yeah. you feel fantastic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You feel great. I much prefer, and I don't know how they've grouped these shows together, because the demographics, speaking of that earlier, have to be completely different. <laughs> because you can be a rube and a boob and sit down and watch Wheel of Fortune. Oh, yeah. And just laugh at the idiots who yell, is there a cue? <laughs> And like, there's one spot left, and not a U in sight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like T. Yeah, blank E. Yeah, is there a Q? Q. <laughs> I like to buy a vowel. <laughs> Can I buy a P? Yeah, <laughs> no, it's not how it works. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, there's something very like soothing about yes. watching Wheel of Fortune, and something like I uh, pat Sajak. You know, he has a bit of a sense of humor. I enjoy yeah. watching that. But yes, Jeopardy for the most part. Makes you feel real stupid, and some of the people on there because they are so smart. Yes, they're a little off. Oh yeah, they're yeah. They're, they're socially awkward. Yes, and they don't make you they don't make you show your personality or anything in that. And like yeah. they talk to you for like two seconds, so it always works out. But every now and again, 
like someone becomes kind of a minor celebrity yeah. and kind of takes the, especially with the internet now, the internet by storm mm-hmm. because of how they're doing on Jeopardy. The biggest star of Jeopardy is obviously that Ken Jennings fella yes, who won like two and a half million dollars. He did so in 74 consecutive wins. Wow. He won 74 shows. I didn't know it was that many. I know it was a lot, but yeah. I didn't know that many. 74 shows. Now, there is a new guy. As of last night, now again, we're recording this on Friday. If he loses tonight, he still had a great run. Yeah. But as of right now, he has won 11 straight days. Wow. Coming in to him as a contestant, the record for the most money won in one episode was set by a guy named Roger Craig back in 2010 at $77,000. It's a lot of money. A lot of money. Thus far, this guy has topped that three times out of his 11 wins. He first set the record on April 9th and doesn't just beat it by a little, annihilated it, winning $110,914. He then, on April 15th, bested the record again, but not his record, just the prior record, by winning $106,181,000. And then last week on Wednesday... He set the record again. He went into Final Jeopardy with $47,825. The Final Jeopardy um, uh, category was something along the lines of like superheroes or something like that or secret identities. Yeah. He wagered $26,308. Okay. The question was, or the clue was, during his years with the Justice League of America, this superhero sometimes used the secret identity C. King. Hmm. Oh, that is. Well, think about it for a second. C. King. Oh, Aquaman. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, yeah. when you think about it, <laughs> yeah. it makes complete sense. The answer is who is Aquaman? He was correct. Uh, he earned uh, that. Well, I'm sorry. That was the other night. He earned seventy four thousand one hundred thirty three. The night he set the record. Excuse me. He went in with seventy one thousand dollars. Right. Yeah. Seventy one thousand one twenty seven. I got my nights mixed up. That's excuse great. me. Um. I was excited because I knew that one. Yeah. Uh, $71,127. The two closest people had 5400 the other guy, and 5000 <laughs> So do they, had, keep, do they keep that second and third? No, they, they have got... different monetary oh, okay. prizes that they get. Yeah. But um, this guy already had it in the bag. Yeah. Could have bet a dollar. Just a But it could have bet nothing. Yeah. And he walked out of there with the 71000 to add to his total. He bet $60,000. Wow. Got it right. Got his total to 131, 127 for the show, which is the new high water mark. Wow. This guy's amazing. He is a Las Vegas sports better. Really? That's what he does for profession. On that night when he won the 131, 127, he answered 41 out of 41 questions correctly, never got the wrong answer, dominated the show, and in 11 episodes, 11 episodes, he has earned 771,000. Nine hundred and twenty dollars. So blow the two point whatever million away. He is on a pace that is absolutely annihilating the two point uh, five million dollars that Ken Jennings uh, set back in the day. I did the math earlier. Uh, Ken Jennings, seventy four shows, two and a half million total 
averaged thirty four thousand sixty three dollars a show. Wow! This guy is averaging seventy thousand one hundred seventy four dollars. So if he a could show. go the long haul, yeah, he didn't have to go that long. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he's going to destroy. It. Yeah, he's going to destroy. It. This guy is un. So how does that work? So like, you if you win a hundred thirty thousand at the end of the show, you keep that, you or does that roll it. in? So that doesn't roll into the next day. No, you keep that, and it okay. goes to your total. So like, this guy, the next day starts with zero. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, that, yeah. you're right. Okay. So, and then he goes up against two new poor suckers, and he is just a nylon. He says that he has been watching this game his whole life, and his whole deal is he wants people, and he thinks people, every time they get a daily double, should be betting big on every daily double. Oh, okay. And that's what he's doing. Like, he's betting big all the time, kind of like in sports betting so when he, he sees an advantage. Yeah. He goes big on it, lays it down hard, and that's why he's just been annihilating people. Wow. Good for him, and it's not something like oh, he's a, a, a Ethiopian uh, scholar. No, you know? it's, like, he's, he's a sports better. He's, he's a smart guy. Yeah, he's apparently always been a smart guy. But it's a very interesting story, and he is playing this game at a different level, and not even smarts wise. There's probably been people just as smart. Um, there's probably been people with just as much education, but he's playing the game in a different way. No one's ever played the game. This aggressive before yeah. and had this kind of success. So he, it's not like Celebrity Jeopardy where he's yelling at Trebek. No, you and your Dago mustache. <laughs> I'll take the the penis, my dear. <laughs> I'll the, take three. This the pen is my dear. <laughs> That's what your mother said, Trebek. Those those skits oh my God. kill me every time. I can watch them over oh. and over again and never get tired of the them. The Burt Reynolds. Oh. oh my God! You know, yeah, yeah. I'll take, um, yeah, 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 that for uh, three hundred dollars. It might be the worst impression you're uh, in the history, <laughs> Mr. Reynolds. No, I can't prove my that. That's not who I am. No, nope. <laughs> he's wearing a tight cowboy hat. Norm Macdonald is <laughs> yeah, Burt Reynolds. Yeah. I like when he goes. You rang in. Nope, can't prove it. And he's chewing his gum really loud. No, no you can't. Yeah, you can't prove it. <laughs> Good stuff. All right, let's get to our drinks and our snacks here on episode 142 of the 222 podcast. I got a, a message from a listener at the station who uh, was in Australia, I believe. His name is Mark, and he's going to be dropping off some snacks from Down Under, if you don't mind, uh, that we're going to be trying here in the very near future. Just trying to find uh, what might be a good one here. Uh, let's go to this one here real quick. We'll just play this real quick here. Welcome back to Celebrity Jeopardy. <laughs> Before we begin the double Jeopardy round, I'd like to ask our contestants once again Please refrain from using ethnic slurs. <laughs> that said, let's take a look at the scores. Sean Connery has set a new Jeopardy record with negative $230,000. You think you're pretty smart, don't you, Trebek? What with your Dago mustache and your greasy hair? Look, what did I just say about ethnic slurs? From third rock from the sun, French, French Stewart, Stewart in second place with negative $17,000. I'm a late bloomer, Alex, and in double jeopardy, I'm gonna bloom. Sure you will. And finally, back again, Burt Reynolds in a commanding lead with $14. Hey, hey uh, check out the podium, look at this. Mr. Reynolds has apparently changed his name to Turd Ferguson. Yeah, that's right. Turd Ferguson. It's a funny name. Great. 
Let's take a look at the final board. And the categories are potent potables, sharp things, movies that start with the word Jaws, <laughs> a petit déjeuner. That category is about French phrases, so let's just skip it. Hey, uh, I speak a little French. You're an ass bite. Pardon my French. <laughs> my name's French. Yeah, well, who gives it down? Moving on. Animal sounds, condiments, and finally, your ass or a hole in the ground. <laughs> Mr. Reynolds, unfortunately, you're in the lead, so we'll start with you. Yeah, I'll take the uh, condom thing for uh, eight <laughs> That's condiments for 400. This condiment is made from mustard seeds. French Stewart. The answer, of course, is onions. I'll take condiments for 800, thank you. That's not the right answer. Burt Reynolds. That's not my name. Okay. Turd Ferguson. Yeah, what do you want? You buzzed in. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. Yeah, well, that's your opinion. I hate my job. The answer was mustard. Mustard is made from mustard seeds. Mr. Reynolds, it's still your board. Yeah, well, uh, why don't you give me... Uh... Why don't you give me ape tit for 200? It's not ape tit. <laughs> it's a petite, never mind. Let's just go to animal sounds for 600. <laughs> we'll do one more second yeah. here. This is the sound this is the best a doggy makes. Mr. Connery. Mool. <laughs> no. Well, that's the sound your mother made last night. <laughs> okay, that's not necessary. Burt Reynolds. Who is, uh, Scooby-Doo? <laughs> no. That was a funny dog, Scooby-Doo. He drove around a van and, uh, solved mysteries. That is incorrect. No, that's correct. <laughs> I can watch this all day. I can watch this all day. I'm sorry. Moo. <laughs> Moo. All right, let's get to our drinks and our snacks here. Uh, what do you have for us today? All right, so I was excited about this. I was at the market this morning um, getting some stuff. And, uh, of course, Chatty Monk's over there. It's amazing. And uh, they got this crash test number 184. Uh Lactose, peaches, and vanilla. Yo, that one I have not had. I didn't see the peaches on there. Yeah. They've I, done it... a couple of the crash tests with the uh, lactose and the orange, okay. kind of along the same lines. It was kind of the, I think they called it the younger brother of the Race Against Time oh, that okay, we had. okay, gotcha. So this is different. I'm yeah. looking forward to this. And this is uh, 7.4 ABV. Okay. And it is an IPA. Okay. But uh, I it just, it sounded very... Um, it's, it's different. By the way, to you me. cannot pour out of a growl uh, a crowler. I know. It's, it's not your it, fault. It's, I know. It's just it's horrible. There is a wonky design Ooh, to the crowler. It smells good. I love me a crowler, but there is a wonky design. You got it. Yeah, you tilt it to the side a little it's bit. It's almost you like go. you got to like you got it. Almost spill it, but not. Yes. All right. Let me get this right. This smells real good, and I love me some chatty mucks. I was just at the Fight and Fills um beer fest yes. over at uh, first energy stadium and the uh, chatty monks was there so always a lot of fun then as i was standing there hanging out 
Um, our buddy Rob from Chatty Monks happened to be there, one of the uh, owners oh, okay. and founders, and he was uh, yelling down to me and to let me know that uh, they got something else in the works with Tattered Flag, So, oh, which was that ring of peach ring of fire that beer that good. they put out. Yes, very interesting yeah. beer. So uh, always cool to talk with Rob, always a great guy. And uh, next, oh, this coming weekend, not only is it um, Avengers Endgame, on Friday, it's also National Pretzel Day on Friday. Yes, and that Saturday is the uh, Beer and Pretzel Fest oh, over at West Reading. Nice, so a big weekend. Big weekend. It's very cloudy. <clears throat> smells very good. That's really good. Um, the peach gives it a little bit more tartness than the orange did, but it's a different flavor, but really still good. I don't get any vanilla. It. I think it's in there. Is it? It's not it. overwhelming. It's not like the orange vanilla that you got with the creamsicle flavor. Yeah. But this I, is very good. I can't believe I actually like this. It doesn't overwhelmingly have no. that bitter kick you in it, the face. The rest of that's for Julie, too. I mean, there's, well, there's no, plenty. don't. Yeah. Well, okay, then you. Well, <laughs> okay. I, 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 that's all about the IP I, I can do. So this is for you and whoever you want to share with. It's not for Julie. You're adorable. <laughs> well, what are you going to do? All right, let's get. No, I'll share with her. I already texted her, asked her to come down. I got the um, so, you know, every Easter they come out with the Peeps and the Cadbury cream eggs. I've never seen these before. Uh, the Oreo egg, so it's on the same lines as as the Cadbury cream. Egg. I cut it in half, and you can see that it's almost like a cookies and cream type filling. All right, very cool. So go ahead. All right, half of that. Speaking of Cadbury cream eggs, mm-hmm. may I have a napkin, please? Uh-huh. Did you know that um, Heinz, I believe it is, and they're testing this over in London, has come out with a Cadbury cream egg mayonnaise. What? Yeah, they're testing it in a pub in London right now. That's weird. Yeah, it is weird. That's really weird. But it all goes well. Could be in the States. Yeah. This I actually like much better than the Cadbury cream egg because it actually, it's not that weird creamy... Filling, it's creamy, but it's like crunchy a little. I bit. like the, the crunchiness. Yeah, it's a, <clears throat> it's a very solidified yeah. center. This is much better than the Cadbury cream egg. I like that a lot. As mm-hmm. a matter of fact, we should have taken a Did picture you know of that. The Cadbury cream egg. I saved the wrapper. Good for you. Well, I'll save a little piece here so we can see it. The Cadbury cream egg is um, a Hershey product. I did not know that. I didn't know that either. I bet you, if we did a little um, research, I bet you the Cadbury cream egg is a Hershey product here, but I bet in Europe it's made by a different company. Mm. I would like, imagine. Yeah, probably. Because there's some like what, Kit Kats like that. What was the um, all those snacks? Wasn't there like a, a Cadbury other chocolate we got from the person? Who, was that New Zealand? Yes, that was New Zealand. <clears throat> yeah, I'm trying to look at the history here of the Cadbury cream egg. Yes, the Cadbury cream egg, um, the chocolate confection produced in the shape of an egg, originated from the British chocolatier Cadbury's. And yeah, the owner. Cadbury UK, so I'm sure they uh, kind of enlist yeah. Hershey's yeah. to make it over here. I, I, I dig that. <clears throat> All right, my drink is I'm a big fan of Harpoon, and they used to do this just this beer called the UFO is an unfiltered white ale. Mm-hmm. Very good. If you mm-hmm. like a Belgian, that's a very good beer. Yeah. Um, this is a, a pineapple version. It's a luscious Hefeweizen, Ooh. and it bursts with tropical flavor. Oh, Hefe. So this is a very crisp beer. Obviously, the Hefeweizen <clears throat> not going to be. The uh, cloudy type of IPA that we just had. This is going to be a beer that uh, is going to be very summer-like and with the citrus even more so. You get the pineapple from the, I could uh, the smell aroma. It when I was yeah. pouring it. 
Uh, on the can, it says, It's island time. Your daily rendezvous in paradise awaits with this sunny tropical escape. Aloha. I don't know why I did that. Yeah. Uh, made in Boston <laughs> and Windsor. So Boston, Massachusetts, <clears throat> Windsor, Vermont. This is excellent. I really enjoy this. You know who would like this? Newbert would like this because it doesn't have a whole lot of flavor. Yeah, it's true. I mean, right? I mean, it has like a it has the aroma, but yeah. not the the taste. I'm just gonna say, isn't it weird that it smells a lot like pineapple, but doesn't taste a lot like pineapple? Yeah. So you almost want to breathe in the aroma before you, t- and then you kind of get that whole experience. I mean, but, you do get the taste, but it isn't it isn't kicking you in yeah. the face. This would be a really good, and it's so weird. I don't know if any other beverage fits this criteria. But it's so weird. Beer, different styles of beer, and we've talked about this before, are really a lot better at different times of the year. Oh, yes. The heavier beers in the winter yes. and these light kind of <laughs> um, floral kind of citrusy beers in the summer. It's weird how just the, the it, you can be inside, your house can be at the exact same temperature all year round. But whatever's going on outside, whatever the yeah. season is, your taste buds really do kind of change. Well, and I always look for something too, like I like when you're out at a picnic and it's hot, you want something that's going to quench your thirst. A lot of these, like of course, the big beers to me don't quench their thirst like that too. So it's kind of to me, like this would be perfect. You could pound about six of these and be hydrated. Yeah, the ABV is five point two, so perfect. you could do some damage here. All right, let me see here. Um, what's the date today? Uh, the eighteenth. Oh, the we're 19th. good. We're good. Oh, well. Hmm. We're fine. It's five days. This eh. has been down here since prior to it's the... It's not going to go bad. I got these for you. I love red velvet. I know. And I got these before the surgery. I apologize. And then we had the surgery. So these are rev- red velvet Chips Ahoy cookies. Mm-hmm. And they have a cream cheese flavored chips. And it looks like uh, they also have a cream cheese flavored center. Hmm. So Let's give these a whirl. Yeah. See, I, I might not like these because of the, the center. It's not overwhelming. Yeah. Oh, okay, good. It's not like a, no. a whoopie pie. Like yeah. a spice. Hmm. Hmm. Very red velvety. Mm-hmm. Huh. I don't know. They're not terrible. Not that great, though. They're not great. They're a big, fat bucket of okay. One more. For scientific purposes. Scientific. You are nothing if not prepared. Um, hmm. Interesting. It's a weird taste. I'm not a huge fan of red velvet, so me liking them was a long shot. The problem with red velvet, it's hard to recapture a good red velvet cake. You know what I mean? Like red See, velvet, I don't like cake. I don't either, but I love red velvet. Mm-hmm. And I have not found anything of red velvet flavor in like off spring yes. <laughs> of a red velvet cake that I actually like. All right. Well, it's a big bucket. Okay, let's go through our rankings here. Let's start with your crash test. Is it 186? Uh, 184. 184 from Chatty Monks. This is peach, lactose, and vanilla? Yes. Okay, what do you got? Um, I can't believe I'm giving IPA this high. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to four and a half. Yeah! Robbie! Yeah. Robbie! 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 I really like it. It's really good. Like It's really good. Um, the only thing, I mean, to me, again, it's, I couldn't take more than one cup. I one, could. I know you could. I'm going to. And you are. And so, but it's excellent. It's very, I, very I good. Yeah. Um, I think, I got to see something here. I got to see what I gave Race Against Time. Because I don't like it as oh, much see, as I like a Race Against Time. See. 
I gave Race Against Time four and a half. See, so did I. I, like um, I got to give this a four. <laughs> we don't do point two fives, really. No. I mean, sometimes we'll have someone in here like a Newbert who goes against, you know, just yeah. he, he flaunts the uh, regulations. Mm-hmm. Um, I would give this a four, probably 4.25 in that vicinity. Yeah. I don't think it's as good as the Race Against Time. Um, the orange creamsicle, and I'm not even a fan of orange creamsicles, but that flavoring in that beer was so good. It made it so drinkable. Yeah. And it was so perfect. We talk about summer beers. This was so perfect as a summer beer that it was outstanding. I couldn't get enough of it. <coughs> this is very good. It's just not on that race against time level. I agree. I'm going to give it four, 4.25. Yeah, I, I think I'm right with you. It, it's like a 1-1-A for me, IPA-wise. But uh, th- th- this is excellent. I'm very impressed. They do a lot of cool stuff, and they're. I don't know if I, I don't. I don't want to say like I, I. I steal ideas all the time. Oh and yeah. I think other people, um, they don't steal them, but you get you get inspired by someone else's idea, and you want to do your own thing with it. Yeah. And I think Trogues, at least in the area, is the one who really started all these kind of experimental yeah. beers with their scratch series. Yeah. And now I love. I I love love love. That Chatty Monks is jumping on this ever since they've got that bigger um, area over uh, in the Reading area there where they can do more brewing, their new brewer. And that's what you need. Yeah. I mean, you need that. You don't want to be so big that you really can't, but yeah. you want to be so small that you can as yeah. well. I love that. Um, they actually had a cranberry cider that I wanted to try, but they weren't doing the Crowlers. Oh, okay. And so, <laughs> oh, excuse me. And, I got a hiccup there. And I, I've never seen a cranberry cider. A hard cider, so that I would like to try that too. But this was my second choice. But I'm this is excellent. And you got that from the market over there. That's so cool. And, and that- let me tell you what that place. There was no seats. I went there at eleven thirty after my meetings in the morning. Well, it's Good Friday. <laughs> Some people are off, but it was a jumping. I went um, when I was out on my medical leave, and I was starting to feel good and starting to try to go and do certain things, like yeah. try to go out for an hour or two, just yeah. try to see if I could do it and get ready to come back to work. <laughs> I met my dad over there uh, at the uh, Fairgrounds Farmer's Market for lunch. There's a, I don't know if it's an Amish Mennonite people. They're great people. They have a little stand, a barbecue stand. Oh, yeah. Ready to come in the right. Oh, yeah, oh the, the vegetables. Fr- I got a chicken breast sandwich because I was trying to be good. Yeah. It was like two chicken breasts on a sandwich. Yeah. When you picked it up, the chicken breasts were so big that they just you had to hold them together from underneath. It was out of this <laughs> and world. You know why everything's good there? The vegetables, the potatoes? Because they cook everything together. Oh. So all the grease from the chicken and everything just marinate in the juices. It was and that's why so it's so good. good. So we had lunch there, we walked around, <laughs> then when we split, I was like, you know what? Where the hell do I have to be? Yeah. So I went over to Chatty Monks <laughs> and I sat there and I enjoyed a nice beer at it's- the at the bar there. And uh, then I left. It was there was a good an time. old gentleman who, you know, how these people at the market. So I yeah. came out. He's like a crowler. That's how he opened. That was a crowler. What's a crowler? Oh, you kids, you days. I bet that won't pour right. I bet that Susan Sarandon likes a crowler. You know who doesn't like a crowler? That Rosie O'Donnell. She hates them. But uh, yeah, he he was chewing my ear off. You know, asking me to prowl. And I, of course, I said, "Oh well, I, I'm do I do a, a podcast? I do a podcast. And uh, with my, uh, it's my podcast. And I, uh, and I knew he was old, so I knew he'd know who you were. I hate you. So I said, uh, I, I do a podcast with uh, Mike Keller. Uh, I, from, I, wait, do I want to hear this from WE? Oh, the Mike Keller. Oh, I love the Mike Keller. He does so good. He's got one of those billboards up on two twenty two. That's how I know you're lying. <laughs> right there. That's how I know you're lying. Everything up until the billboard." Was true. I hate you. 
I hate you. <laughs> um, so uh, that was very good. Let's go to your snack, the Cadbury Oreo egg. May I see the uh, wrapper? Oh, yes. <laughs> Can I see the piece of egg that I chewed on? I, I, listen, I would. Listen, if the Easter Bunny, bunny bought me the these. Easter Bunny? If the Easter Bunny brought me these, if the Easter Bunny put this in my basket, I'd eat them. <laughs> I can't tell if that's code for something. Um, but yeah, they're very good. Oh, I don't give my ranking. Four. <laughs> I, I'm just happy with something being I feel like you've said enough. <laughs> We've completely gone off the rails. Um, yeah, it was very good. I liked it. Um, yeah. It's a little much for me yeah. as far as the richness of it. It's a yeah. very rich snack. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll give it, um, it's like a three and a half. Three, yeah. three, no, three. 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 I'm going to go three. You don't want Julie to put these in your basket? No, I, want, I, want, I would like a lot of people to leave my basket alone. <laughs> Um, let's go to my, my drink, the UFO Pineapple Hefeweizen. <coughs> I'm going to go, uh, three and a half. Um, I, <laughs> I really like the smell. <laughs> I really like this. My favorite part, and I forgot about this, I've been out for so long, is when Robbie says something that isn't inherently funny. You say a lot of funny stuff, but then yeah. you'll go, my favorite part, and then all of a sudden it'll be like, <laughs> <laughs> you'll go is the smell yeah and then in my mind i'm trying to figure out where did the laugh come from because i got so much crap going on up here i'm still on the easter basket <laughs> i just can't get past it okay so i <laughs> your favorite part's the smell come on man we're at an hour there's okay, one the, more thing we gotta get the to the smell yet. is good i go three and a half because it didn't taste like much the smell was better than the taste, but it was still. I would still drink it because it smells good, and it, it was good. Very drinkable beer, the yeah. bouquet, as they like to say. Oh yes, it's much better than the uh, than the taste. I give it a three. Uh, solid beer. Um, again, I like everything Harpoon makes, and if you haven't had, I find hard to believe a lot of people haven't had it, but they're unfiltered white uh, UFO ale. Uh, if you would really like it. We've had it. Oh, we have? Yeah, you've had it here. Very good. I think for poker or something. I'm sure it. I have. It's, yeah, it's very, good. very good. Very, very good. All right, let's get to my drink. <sighs> oh, uh, that was my drink. Let's red get velvet. to my uh, snack, the Red Velvet Chips Ahoy uh, cookies. I'll go first with this one since you're the Red Velvet expert. Yeah. I don't like cake. I don't like that flavor. It's kind of, it's a weird flavor to me. It does, that flavor does not, the Red Velvet flavor doesn't agree with me. Uh, I give it like a one and a half. I'm gonna go one and a half too. It didn't taste like red velvet. It tasted kind of fake. Like yeah. you mean like it tasted artificial? Yeah. I'm really interested in my snacks, but we're, we're, we need a third wheel for these snacks because there's so many. Yeah. Um, because we have to try them all at the same time. I found these at Sheets. Ooh. This is a Snickitty uh type of. Uh, it's a Snickitty, I guess is the brand name. Snickety. And they had these baked fries. I got hot and spicy. I got cheddar and I got buffalo. Yeah, I'm looking forward to those next week. I want to try those. So we're gonna have to get a third wheel in here. I'll see yeah. if we can get George Mack to come join us. Yeah. And uh, we'll give those a go. All right, real quick. Um, we're only going to get to the Avengers Endgame. My uh, problem with uh, like uh, packaging I want to yeah. talk about, Yeah, we will get to that we next week. We're going to shelve it. Yeah, we're going to shelve that. That'll be a uh, little something we talk about next week here on the program. Um, there's some things I don't understand, and this has been something that I've been trying to wrap my mind around for years, and I kind of get it in the sense that there are certain sporting events and a lot of times it's golf. Could also be an Eagles game if I am, if I am, uh, if I've already have a prior commitment. Like it's happened before where I've agreed many months in advance to MC an event, yeah, and then it be the same night as an Eagles playoff game. Ah, uh. very difficult. I mean, I've already, I've already, uh, you know, dedicated myself to be there. I made a yeah. commitment. There's no way that I'm backing out. Yeah. by saying there's an Eagles game yeah, now. Yeah, if they yeah. would give me the out. 
Yeah. I might take it. Mm-hmm. Probably wouldn't because yeah. I would feel terrible. So I'll DVR these things. Mm-hmm. I've DVR'd golf. Yeah. I've DVR'd a lot of stuff that I want to watch. And my dad, my father, <laughs> the person who brought me into this world, mm-hmm. there is almost nothing that I've ever seen bring him more joy <laughs> than calling me. To ruin it. And kind of let me know what's happening. <laughs> like, he won't come out and say it. Yeah. But he'll say something that obviously will let me know what he's talking about. Yeah. Yeah. And he there he bring it brings him such joy. Yeah. Now with that I kind of get. Because really no one you you really should not watch sporting events when they're not happening. True. DVR in a sporting event is really of all <laughs> the silly things I do, it's pretty high up there. Well, and it's hard. I mean, and also I was texting you about the Masters this week. And I actually DVR'd it because I knew you know Tiger was winning, but I was kind of worried. Like, oh god, did he watch it live? Did he not? You know, what I mean, I was kind of like treading lightly. The cool thing was everyone who texted me, and I got numerous texts while that was happening. Just yeah. what a golf nerd I am. People are texting me, and they all start with, "Are you watching this live?" Yeah, and just look, I didn't want to get into the Masters because technically well, yeah. it's a week old well, now. Yeah, but um, I was going to go golfing. For the first time since August, because I feel like I can do it, and I've been in the driving range enough times, I'm going to give it a try. Yeah. I'm going to ride, unfortunately, which I hate doing, but I'm going to give it a try. I didn't go golfing when they announced weather was coming in and the tee times were going to be at 930. (laughs) I was like, screw it. I'm watching this, because I love the Masters. I love all the majors, but I love the Masters. Uh, But there are people out there, it doesn't just go with events, with movies, there is this group of people who really seem to take joy in putting, and not just movies, Game of Thrones is one of those things as well. It happened back in the day with Lost. There are lots of people who really, they seem to take great joy from putting things on the internet that would spoil huge plot points and huge kind of developments in movies and TV shows for other people. Mm-hmm. And just this week, and I don't know how it happened, because Marvel and Disney, I don't know what the government does (laughs) security-wise, but they should look into what Marvel and Disney do security-wise, because secrets come out from the government that would never escape from Marvel and Disney. Never. Their ability to lock down the plots of these movies has been amazing through the years. And they film like five different scenes, so technically even some of the actors who have big mouths... Don't even know which is real. They only allowed one actor to read the actual entire script. Yeah, Paul Rudd. No. No? Robert Downey Jr. Oh, because Paul Rudd came out and he said, because he knew where this was going, because they had for because he was actually writing Ant-Man. He was a writer. Well, maybe they let him know the gist, but, I, yeah, okay, but I the only saying, person like, to read the entire was, Afin- uh, Avengers Endgame script was the great-grandfather of the entire universe. Well, He's, Robert Downey he's Jr. He's the man. He should be allowed to do whatever he wants. Yeah. And there, there have been, you you laugh at the actors thing, there have been a couple uh, folks who have r- hugely screwed up when it comes to leaving yeah. plot points out. Two come to mind right away, Holland. Mark Ruffalo and Tom Holland. They won't even give Tom Holland, they, they almost don't want to give him a script. Well, they didn't. Didn't They, or they, they didn't. Uh, yeah. No. They, this, so this yeah. they're like, we're not giving you a script. Yeah. <laughs> And then Ruffalo, they, yeah. he's the one who they filmed five different scenes for yeah. some of these because parts. Because he screwed up on, yeah. on live TV. Yeah. And not just like doing some hobunk show out in the Midwest. It was the Today Show, yeah. I think. Yeah, he it was something. Up. Yeah. So, look, they've done a great job. Pe- and people who like actors like that, they're going to make mistakes. But somehow, some way, bootlegged footage no. of Avengers Endgame made its way onto the internet. Now, I gave this, talked about this on the radio show a couple days ago, and I did so basically 
as a warning. Yeah. Telling people, look, watch what you're clicking on. Yeah. Watch what you're reading. Watch what videos you're watching, thinking maybe it's a trailer and it's a huge spoiler. There is a big 20-minute chunk of the movie. No. And apparently it is a pretty important 20-minute chunk of the movie that is out there on the internets right now. And there's basically nothing, nothing that Disney can do to wipe it out. This has, I can't, maybe I'm missing uh, an instance in the past. I cannot think of a, a time this has happened to Disney and Marvel. No. They've been, I mean, they've tight. Yeah. Tightened it up. Um, to the point where, and I think they did this last time to kind of let fans know, don't ruin it for other fans once the movie comes out. But after this came out, the Russo brothers, who directed both mm-hmm. Infinity War and uh, now Endgame, they said, to the greatest fans in the world, this is it. This is the end. This is uh, the end of an unprecedented narrative mosaic spanning 11 years and 11 franchises. For all of you who have been on this journey with us since the very beginning, sharing every high and low with your family, your friends, your classmates, your coworkers, investing so deeply in every character and storyline, laughing, cheering, shedding tears, giving so freely of your thoughts and emotions and inspired dialogue, theories, fan art, and fan fiction, Please know that the two of us, along with everyone involved in Endgame, have worked tirelessly for the last three years with the sole intention of delivering a surprising and emotionally powerful conclusion to the Infinity Saga. Because so many of you have invested your time, your hearts, and your souls into these stories, we're once again asking for your help. When you see Endgame in the coming weeks, please don't spoil it for others the same way you wouldn't want it spoiled it for you. Remember, Thanos still demands your silence. Has always good luck and happy viewing the Russo brothers, and they've started a hashtag that at the end of the hashtag, when a hashtag becomes something on Twitter, you have the little like uh, yeah. uh, icon that <clears throat> pops up, the Avengers icon pops up when you use the hashtag, don't spoil the end game. What is it with people? Because I honestly can't get into it, and I'm, I'm honestly looking for someone to explain to me the mindset of wanting to ruin something for someone who is so looking forward to seeing something for the first time. Now, usually, like, if it's a TV show and someone tried to talk to me about it, I'm not big, like, oh, don't... To me, I still have to... Even though I know what's going to happen, I'm okay with still watching. For most TV shows. This, however, no. By the way, I put put, um, Game of Thrones... I know you're not into that. Yeah, that's fine. I put Game of Thrones on the same level. I don't like staying up late on a Sunday night especially. But I watch Game of Thrones each and every Sunday night because I know it's impossible to be on social media and not see something you don't want to see. Well, this is my issue too. And this is coming I'm going this I'm not going into wrestling, but wrestling does this cuz I DVR wrestling because let's face it, it's a 3-hour show, it's a lot of crap that I want to watch. But they're posting stuff on social media as it happens. I see that too, and it annoys me because, like, especially with this, they had a thing where they drafted different. But they ruined a lot of that for me because the I superstar went, shakeup. Yeah, I went online. It, it, I, you don't I, have to be online if you follow them; it pops up. Yeah, and I I know people need instant gratification on things. I get it, but that's you. Take your instant gratification. 
do it, but don't ruin it for people who don't want instant gratification. I want the experience. I want the popcorn. I want my cherry vanilla freestyle. I want the the theater. I want the chair. I'm gonna. I want the two bathroom breaks. And also, by the way, you know what I want? I want the communal experience. Yeah. I, I want to be in there with a group of people all yeah. experiencing this at the yes. same time. And I want to be in there. And this is gonna be pretty cool for me uh, as a nerdy parent. I'm taking my daughter yeah. to see Avengers Endgame. Now hopefully she doesn't ruin it for you. No, she's going to be there with me. <laughs> yeah. but hopefully she doesn't ruin it for me. Uh, at the uh, Here's the uh, what, what uh, came out about this. Um, at the present time, it isn't clear exactly how the leak made its way online, but according to multiple reports, the footage that has been made, it's, uh, that made its way onto sites like Reddit and Twitter is legitimate. Uh, and some say as much as 20 minutes of the movie has been bootlegged somehow. Apparently... Um, it's from a foreign country, and you can like see Arabic uh, popping up on the screen at times. This is particularly concerning and peculiar as Disney and Marvel have kept an unbelievably tight lid on things. Uh, they even haven't even allowed the press to see this movie as of yet. So this is my... It's spoiler heavy. And this that, is my... They're coming out and saying that, by the way, which means... To warn you. Yeah, this is a deal. So this is my thing, though, too. I mean, also... As a person who cannot wait to see this movie, it piques my interest. Do I mean I, I know it's going to ruin it for me? I would see. I've it's and I'm probably not going to watch it. But part of me wants to pick up my phone right now and like really I, see that when I heard this, there was not one part of me that wanted to know what it was because I want to know in the theater. And the fact that people are out there doing this really, but because I can't like when are you seeing the movie? Uh, Friday morning. Okay, so you're seeing it Friday morning, but let's say the roles are reversed. Let's say I was seeing it Friday morning, and you were seeing it Friday night. There is no way I would call you no. and tell you something about the movie. You're going to get things from me like, wow. Yes, that's what you get that, from me. That's what you're going to get from me. Yeah. I mean, it, Enjoy it, 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 buddy. Yeah, like, holy yeah. crap. Like, things like that. But part of me, a small part, and I'm not going to do it, but part of me is, it. you know, I want, you know. How's that go? So, I am completely and utterly, uh, I, 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 I confused by it. I think is what I want to say. I, I just don't understand that mindset. And well, people that I do know. it, I, I, I don't understand. I, I mean, it's, it, it's, it's annoying. It really. <clears throat> let's just face it. People are. Hold, please. <laughs> Continue. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> That's it. That's all. That's your entire point. <laughs> That's my entire point. Honestly, it's it's flipping consent. Uh, con- what is it? Oh God damn it! <laughs> Succinct. Yeah, my, I knew my brain just went. <laughs> it went. Nope. You're not gonna do it. I am. I am so pumped for this movie. So real quick. Uh, and by the way, I don't. Me- I don't mind fan theories. I'm all in on fan yeah. theories. Uh, it's just this other stuff that I can't. So I saw a stand. new trailer that this actually this morning that. Um, uh, they were all in a rocket. They were all in the ship, and rockets driving. Yes, and rocket goes. Yes. How many of you have been haven't been in space? And I think Scarlett Johansson raised her hand. Yeah. And and um, War Machine, and like, don't puke in my ship. Yes. <laughs> and so there's going to be some great, great yeah. interactions so between all of these uh, so fantastic uh, different characters. So I, I'm really looking forward <clears throat> to it as well. Uh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be great. Do you have any? Um, you want to throw out any? Um, expectations or any possible endings to this whole thing? I, I think I think everyone thinks Captain America is going to go. I think it's going to be Robert Downey Jr. And I think I think um, you're going to see the Infinity Gauntlet on Captain Marvel, and she's going to be the one to 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 uh, 
to set everything back. So you think she wears the Infinity Gauntlet? I think you're going to see one of the Avengers wear the gauntlet and fix everything. I really do. I think Captain America dies. Mm -hmm. I think Tony Stark retires. Mm -hmm. I think one of the things we see at the end of this movie after hopefully the world is saved is uh, a wedding with Tony Tony Stark and and Pepper Potts. That'd be good. And I think the only character to bite the dust is Captain America, and I think we see a Thor 4. I a, think a what? Thor lives on. Oh, okay. And I think we see a fourth Thor movie. I, I think I think you're gonna I don't think there's gonna be a lot of death. I no. mean I think you're I think gonna Captain see, America. I think I think it's gonna be Tony or it's gonna be Cap. I think Tony lives because I think it's Cap Chris Evans is the only guy who's come out and said in numerous reports, so this isn't a spoiler, that yeah. he's kinda done with the role. I think Robert Downey Jr. Enjoys it enough that while he may not ever star in an Iron Man movie again or an Avengers movie again, I think you could see cameos well, as Tony Stark. And here's the thing. In the comics, he becomes a president. Yeah. So I could see them going down that line. Like you, That's true. That's a good point. I mean, and that just came to me in the comics. He becomes president, head of S.H.I.E.L.D. I could see him like become that. head of S.H.I.E.L.D. Like maybe, maybe Samuel L. Jackson. Maybe something happens to Yeah. That he, oh, no. Something else will happen. Because, sorry, he's in Spider-Man Homecoming. I mean, oh, Spider-Man yeah, Far From true. Home. So yeah, that's so not going to happen. Yeah, he lives. But he could, could see him down the road maybe retiring. But I, I really think someone, one of the Avengers will wear the Infinity Gauntlet, and you're going to see them fix things. I, I don't think <clears> that'll be the case, but that would be cool. I, I can you imagine like just her having that gauntlet and just like effing? I don't shite think up. she's gonna be. I think she's gonna be an important part of the movie. But they've spent too much time with the big three. They spent too much time with Iron Man, Thor, and Captain America, and that one to not scene, have them save the day. That one scene that they've kind of yeah, which I was really at. disappointed in that yeah. scene. Yeah, I, I really did not want to see that scene in a trailer. But Thor's com- got an axe to grind, no pun intended. hey <laughs> But it comes out, um, I cannot wait. It's going to be great. I'm so excited to see Avengers Endgame. And we will be doing a late night Friday edition. Yes, sir. Of the 222 podcast, where we will talk about Avengers Endgame. And we will talk about details, but don't worry. We will give you an idea when it's going to happen. Yep. So we we'll will tell you, you we're starting now. And then at the beginning of the show, I'm going to put together a little kind of, hey, don't be scared. We're going to talk about this. We're yeah. going to talk about it from this time until this time. So yeah, I, will let, I will let you know exactly <laughs> when we'll be talking about Avengers Endgame, when we'll be talking about spoilers, and when the spoilers will stop and we'll move on to other shenanigans that we get into Let's here in the show. So I'm looking forward to that. Friday night, late night, coffee, Red Bulls. Beers will be had as yes, we sir. celebrate the end of Phase 3? The Infinity the Infinity Saga. saga. I'm yeah. so excited. Robbie, there's other stuff I wanted to get into. We can get into it later. Thanks for coming over. Yeah, thank you. Good job on your beer today. Mm-hmm. What would you like to say to these fantastic folks? Bless you. That's true. He is the baby big show. By the way, I've also decided that if for some reason um, my athletic career comes together... And I make it into the big leagues. Okay. That when I come to bat, mm-hmm. I will come to bat with the walk-up music of the Avengers oh, theme song. Oh, nice. How like great would that, that be? That's good. You walk up. I like that. This may be. I love the Jurassic Park mm-hmm. theme. That's good. There's a bunch of other movie themes I love. This might be 
the best movie theme in the history of mankind. You're right. Another thing I want you to think about before next week. I think it's safe to say the biggest movie franchise in history is Star Wars. Yes. In 10 years, don't answer now. Okay. In 10 years, is the MCU greater than Star Wars? Good question. Think about it. I'm a tough person to answer that question because I'm not a Star Wars guy per se. I am. I will watch those movies and I enjoy them, but I've never been all in. I've always been more of a Star Trek person, as a matter of fact. But I respect and admire what that franchise started in 78 and the fact they can still be doing it nowadays. But in a decade, in 10 years, in 15 years, in 20 years, will the MCU be bigger? Hmm, Good question. Something I want to think about. I like it. All right, man. Have a great week. Yes. Whatever it takes. The countdown begins. Avengers Endgame. National Pretzel Day. Oh!